Hello and welcome back to the NFL Abroad podcast. In this episode, we'll be predicting all of the Week 10 games. First up, on Thursday Night Football, we see the Chicago Bears taking on the Carolina Panthers in what is probably the battle for the number one seed in this year's draft. Both of these teams are coming off tough losses last week. I mean, I don't think either of these teams will be full of confidence. Uh, we see the Chicago Bears this week extended Montez Sweat for four years on a $98 million contract. But for me personally, I don't think it'll be enough. I think uh, Bryce Young and the Panthers are going to get their second win on the board. Uh, and I think the difference will be the quarterback play. Bryce Young, obviously, is a young prospect. You know, he's quite exciting despite their poor record. And obviously, the Bears are still stuck with Tyson Bajant. Yeah, Tyson Bajant last week, he certainly struggled. Um, there, there were five total turnovers last week against the Saints. Um, needs to cut that out of his game this week against the Panthers if he's wanting to win. But I'm actually impressed with that Bears defence. And I think they'll stand up strong this week. Um, considering they, you know, they turned the ball over five times, they only actually lost by one touchdown against the Saints. Um, that struggling Panthers offense, I don't think it's going to, you know, capitalise this week at all. Like we have seen um, most of the season, I think Bryce Young is quite clearly struggling. He's going to continue to struggle, um, and that offense is going to struggle. So give me that Bears defense, and give me the Bears to beat the Panthers. So moving on and back to Germany, we see the second German series game. It's the Colts taking on the Patriots. The Patriots last week are coming off a disappointing loss against the Commanders. And the Colts actually beat the Panthers. And I looked, I'm looking at this Colts team and I'm thinking they're going to get past this Patriots team pretty easily. Um, the Patriots, they're struggling against that run defence. We know how good Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor are. And I think they'll exploit that Patriots defence this week. They've also given up sort of, you know, the most yards per game, um, the Patriots. I see that continuing and I see the Colts winning comfortability against the Patriots yeah I'm completely with you on this one I think the Colts are going to run through the Patriots I mean I know the, the Colts won last week uh, but I was quite disappointed with them I thought they'd have a lot more in the running game against one of the worst run defences in the league uh, and I expect them to get back to that this week I expect them to exploit Jonathan Taylor and um, Zach Moss and I expect them just to have a lot of the time possession against this Patriots team who couldn't even beat the Commanders this week not last week sorry who traded two of their best players away um, for me, obviously, I think the Colts, they'll, they'll struggle to lose this game is what I'm going to say. Um, so, yeah, give me the Colts in this one. Next up then, we move on to the 6 o'clock games. We have a battle of the AFC North, the best division in football right now. And we've got the leaders, the Baltimore Ravens, taking on the Cleveland Browns. This is arguably a test of the two of the best defences in the entire league. Um, both of these teams are coming on off a of big wins as well last week. Um, but for me personally, I just can't see anything here other than a Ravens win. The reason I say that is I just think the quarterback play is going to be the deciding factor here against two against an elite defense. I think Deshaun Watson is going to struggle against this defense of the Ravens. They just can't. No one seems to be able to challenge them at the minute. Um, they're giving up the lowest percentage of touchdowns per drive of any team since the 2000 Baltimore Ravens. Um, so I just can't see Deshaun Watson changing that narrative this week. I think um, it's going to be a low-scoring game, very low-scoring, but I think Lamar Jackson is going to have to use his legs and uh, also use his running game. The running game last week for the Ravens took over that game, and I expect to see something similar this week. Uh, so, yeah, give me the Ravens. Yeah, this is um, the number one against the number two defence uh, in the NFL, and I like, I like the Ravens more. I like Lamar Jackson more. I think I trust him more than Deshaun Watson right now. He's sort of been in and out of the team because of injury. So I'm going to trust Lamar Jackson yet again and I'm going to have him to beat this Browns team. So moving on, we see the Bengals taking on the Texans. 
And this for me is one is going to be one of the games of the week. I'm really looking forward to this matchup. The Bill, the the Bengals, sorry, are coming in, um, winning their last four games. They're certainly heating up. Um, Joe Burrow's looking a lot more healthy, and Jamar Chase is looking open. Um, I will mention the run game looks a little bit shaky, and I'm still not impressed by that defense. However, I think it's going to be enough to beat this Texans team. It could go either way, and I've struggled to make a decision for, throughout most of the day, and I was really impressed with the Texans last week, in particular CJ Stroud, uh, Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, Tankdale, they all went for 100 yards, so it could be a shootout. Um, I mean, I'm not impressed with the Texans' defense either, so it could be a high-scoring affair. I've, I think it will be, but I'm just going to go with Joe Burrow and the Bengals this time. Yeah, I really want to pick the Texans in this one just because CJ Stroud is absolutely electric at the minute. Obviously, he's probably, well, he certainly is going to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year unless he goes down injured or something crazy happens in the next few weeks. And obviously, Texans are, the Texans are a very exciting team to watch at the moment. But for me, I'm going to use my head on this one. I'm also going to take the Bengals. I mean, like you said, they won four in a row now. The last two were the Bills and the 49ers. And I just think the Texans are lower calibre opposition than those previous two teams. Um, you know, Joe Burrow, like you say, he's getting a lot better. Back to his brilliant best. Back to being a top five quarterback in the league. I think the only negative really for for the Bengals is I believe uh, Jamar Chase actually dealing with a little bit of an injury. Uh, that could be a factor, but I don't think it's a serious injury. And for me, I think the Bengals have got too much for the Texans right now. I think they've continued their charge for the playoffs in what is the best division in football. Right then, next up, we've got the Steelers taking on the Packers. Um, the, well, I mean the Texans. The, sorry, the Steelers are now five and three on the season. The Packers come off a big win last week against the Rams, although they were without a quarterback. Um, and for me in this one, I think the Steelers they just keep finding ways to win. They never really look impressive, and they don't do anything spectacular. You know, we know they've got a good defense. The offense sort of just gets by. Um, you know, so I, I just think the Steelers are going to somehow, somehow find another way to win against this Packers team. I think TJ Watt on that defense is going to be all over Jordan Love all game long, really. And uh, again, the, the Steelers' offense will just do enough. And I hope to see them get George Pickens more involved this week. Yeah, I'm certainly not going to read into that Packers' victory against the Rams last week too much, um, considering they're playing a backup quarterback. I don't. I, th- I think if if they have Matthew Stafford in that game, it's completely different. Um, like you said, I'm I'm a fan of that Steelers' defense. Statistically, they're not as good as what you would think, but they've got playmakers like TJ Watt. He's already got nine and a half sacks on the season. I can see him. Uh, extending that streak, um, and yeah, that Steelers defense is going to step up once again, and the offense will just get by for another win. Moving on, we've got two teams coming off a bye this week. The Jags are taking on the 49ers, and can can a bye slow this Jags team down? I don't think it will. I think they'll continue the momentum this week, and you know what? I think they'll be liking this matchup against the Niners. They've still got big injury concerns with the likes of Debo Samuel. Dre Greenlaw and Trent Williams, they're all questionable uh, through latest updates, so we'll have to track that and see if they're going to be available for this game or not. Um, so I think the Jags will capitalise on these injuries like other teams have. The Niners are currently on a three-loss streak, and I see it extending to four. I'm taking the Jags to beat the Niners this week. Well, I think for these, both these teams to prove it weak, to be honest. The Jags, obviously, people are saying they're potential Super Bowl contenders, but if they are, they're going to sort of beat the, beat the likes of the 49ers. And likewise for the 49ers, obviously they've lost three games back-to-back now. They've got to bounce back if they want to be considered considered a Super Bowl um, candidate as well. So both of the these teams have both got a lot to prove. And like you said, the 49ers have got injuries. The Jaguars have added some depth to that offensive line on the trade deadline as well. Uh, but despite all that, I'm going to take the 49ers in this one. I just think that extra week they've had off 
Um, you know, they'll recover from the losses. They'll have a good game plan coming into this. And I expect Brock Purdy to uh, prove a lot of haters wrong. And also, let's not forget that man as well. Christian McCaffrey, the best non-quarterback in the league. Like, the best, most valuable player in the league for me. Um, I just think he'll carry this 49ers team to the victory this week against the Jaguars. And I also expect Debo Samuel to play as well. So, yeah, giving the 49ers to get back to winning ways, unfortunately. Next up then, we've got the Minnesota Vikings who come off a massively surprising victory last week uh, with Josh Dobbs. And they're taking on the Saints who beat the Bears last week. Um, but in less than impressive fashion, really, they were turning the ball over a lot in that game, which I'm sure you can tell us a bit more about, Minnie. Um But for me personally, I expect the, the Saints to continue their win streak this week. I think although the, the Vikings did look impressive last week, it weren't against the sort of calibre team or the calibre of defence that the Saints team have. I expect Josh Dobbs to struggle against his defence, you know, with one of the best in the league statistically. Um, and I just can't imagine a way where Josh Dobbs, in a brand new scheme, brand new offence, brand new playbook, can actually get past this Saints team. Um, so, yeah, give me the Saints and Alvin Kamara to have a big game again. Well, you'll, you'll actually be surprised to know, to be fair, that the Falcons are actually up there. Um, statistically, in defence, they're actually top five, believe it or Falcons? not. Um, no, the Falcons. Oh, um, so really, it was a fairly impressive win for Josh Dobbs and the Vikings. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect it. I don't think anyone expected it. I think you put it. the blame on Arthur um, His first game. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that later on, I think, um, when we get to that segment. But yeah, good, good win for Josh Dobbs, to be fair. I don't think anyone expected it. I certainly didn't. Um, but can I see it continuing this week against the Saints? I don't think I can. The The Vikings, they, they're turning the ball over the most at the moment. The Saints seem to be having a lot of takeaways. It's just, can they capitalise on offence this week? We didn't see that last week against the Bears. They only won by one touchdown. Um, and considering that, you know, they turned the ball over five times and they only won by one score, that's quite worrying for myself. But I'm going to uh, I'm going to have the Saints here. They're going to keep marching. They're running that NFC South at the moment. They're only positive team in the division. So give me the Saints to beat the Vikings this week. Yeah, we're actually in agreement about the Saints for, for a change. Um but we move on, move on to the yeah, next game, which yeah, includes your divisional rivals, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who started the season off so well, but now dropped to three and five on the season, I believe it is. And they're taking on uh, the Tennessee Titans with obviously Will Levis, who's a very exciting young quarterback. And I'm going to go with the Titans again on this one. Um, even though they lost last week against the Steelers, they were very impressive, the Titans, or especially uh, Will Levis was. He looked so composed in the, pass, in the pocket. He was passing such poise on the ball. He's got a great arm talent as well. And obviously we know Derek Henry, what, how, how well he can play. And obviously DeAndre Hopkins, he's sort of been reformed um, since, since Will Levis come into this offence. I just can't see this rut that the Buccaneers are in to actually stop, to be honest. I just don't really, I can't pinpoint what's going wrong for them at the minute, but they just can't seem to find a way to win games. I think they put up 37 points last week and still couldn't win. Um, it's almost when the, when the defence doesn't play well, they, they don't win. When the defence does play well, they can't get a win. Um, and I think it's going to continue this week with Levish with another impressive game for the Titans. Yeah, he's certainly been, you know, exciting. He's, you know, bright. looks looks good. He looks good for the Titans' future. Um, the, he has a, good, a lot of a lot of good weapons around him. To be fair, DeAndre Hopkins, as you mentioned. Um, but I'm actually going to go for a Bucks win. Um, I think they're due a massive bounce back. They've seen that the Saints are going to be extending their. Um, record this week potentially and they're going to want to be clawing it back and this is the type of game that the Bucks need to win if they want to look to either win the division or get a wild card spot this is two average defences going up against each other I think Baker Mayfield 
Um, we'll get the post game going well this week to Mike Evans and the Titan Cade Otten. The Titans have actually got a poor pass defense, so I think the Bucks will exploit that this week. And the Bucks have a good run defense as well, so I can see them stopping Derek Henry. So I'm going for a low-scoring affair, but I'm going to take the Bucks to win by a small margin this week. So on to the 9pm games, and the first matchup that we've got is the Lions taking on the Chargers. The Lions are obviously coming off that bye week last week, and the Chargers beat the Jets comfortably. And I think the Lions this week, you know, they've had an extra week to plan for this game. I'm, they, they still excite me so much. I think they're going to be pushing for that first seed or second seed potentially still with, with other teams slipping up. And this is a, a type of game that they need to win if that's what they want to achieve. Um, Jared Goff, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, they all still continue to excite me. And that defence is looking tidy as well. Uh, in terms of the Chargers, I know they got a decent win last week against the Jets, but I don't think that's all that impressive. And I'm still not reading into Brandon Staley being the man for the job there. Um, Justin Herbert, I know a lot of people rave about him, but I'm still not seeing it right now. You might you might argue differently, differently to me on that, Callum, but I'm going to go with the Lions to win this week against the Chargers. Yeah, well, I think this this uh, this season, I think Herbert and the Chargers have been quite underwhelming, to be honest. I think you can pinpoint a lot of that on, uh, on that coaching staff, really, obviously. They've got Brandon Staley, who's got to be on the hot seat come the end of the season, unless they have some miracle turnarounds. And also, they've got Keller Moore as well as their offensive coordinator who came for the Cowboys. Obviously, I was less than impressed with him when he was at the Cowboys as well. So, you know, we'll see if they make any changes come towards the end of the season. Um, but yeah, the Chargers weren't impressive in that win last week against the Jets. I think the Lions come here off a bye week and they'll probably start this game slow. But as it progresses, I expect them to take over this game. I think David Montgomery is probably going to be back as well. And Monrah, St. Brown's going to be a bit healthier than he was before the bye. Uh, so they have a nice one-two punch in the run game. The receivers are healthy. I just can't see a way the Lions lose this game. So I'm going to take the Lions in a high-scoring one, despite the fact the Chargers have got a good run defense. But yeah, the Lions in a very high-scoring game in this one for me. Next up then, we've got the Cardinals taking on the Falcons. And this is a bit, a bit of a dead game, to be honest. The uh, the Cardinals obviously 1-7 or something to start this season. And the Falcons, I mean, they're so underwhelming to watch at the minute. There were such high expectations for myself coming into the season for the Falcons. I think I said they were going to win that division uh, with the amount of talent they've got on both sides of the ball. But Arthur Smith, he's not the man for that job. I'm sure at the end of the season, if not before, he'll be well and truly gone. But I am going to take them this game. I can't take the Cardinals. Uh, although, actually, Kyle Murray is back, I think. Oh, I just remembered that. I might be... No, I'm going to go with the Falcons still. Falcons have got an elite defence. Kyle Murray, if he does play, will be rusty. Uh, and I just think the Falcons have got too many weapons. I just think it's going to be an awful game, a really close game. Just both teams falling over each other. Um, but giving the Falcons to come out on top. Yeah, the Cardinals, they were certainly disappointing last week. Put up zero points against the Browns. <laughs> I know it's the best defence in the NFL, so it's kind of what we expected. But I think for Cardinals fans, they're hoping Kyler Murray's back because that uh, cameo from Clayton Tune last week could be the worst I've ever seen in the NFL. He went 11 for 20 for 58 yards and a couple of interceptions. Um, the defence didn't look much better either. So I can see it probably been another long day for the Falcons. Um, this is going to be a, probably a, a get-right game for them. Arthur Smith might just edge off that hot seat this week uh, when he inevitably gets the win against the Cardinals, in my opinion. So moving on, we've got that NFC East matchup. We've got the Cowboys taking on the Giants. And I, I mean, I can only see this going one way, and that's going to be a complete blowout, it has to be said. Um, I think the Cowboys last week, they're arguably unlucky to lose against the Eagles. Um, I think probably only got themselves, or potentially the officials, to blame on that one. Um, Dak Prescott, I remember when we were sat down watching it, Callum, and Dak Prescott 
two-point attempt to uh, to take it just to uh, require a field goal. And what does he do? He steps out of bounds. Um, I'm still finding it funny. I'm not sure you are. No, I've been trying to get that out of my memory, to be honest. But thank you very much for reminding me of that. Well, that's a nice refresher for you, that. But, I mean, this week it's going to be a completely different story. We've got the Giants. For me, the worst team in football. I think you'd agree on that. Yeah, I think they're probably the favourites at this point to get the number one pick overall. I mean, they haven't got a quarterback now, I don't think, for the remainder of the season, other than uh, whoever it was who played last week, and he was absolutely awful. Um, the defence has been playing better of late, but again, they're playing the Cowboys, who are one of the best teams in the league, so it's going to be a big struggle for them. Yeah, Daniel Jones out for the season. Um, could, not sure if that's a bad thing or a good thing. Um, I'm sure Giants fans can argue amongst themselves on that one, but... Yeah, give me the Cowboys for a more than comfortable victory this week. They could probably even put out the second or third string and get past this Giants team, in my opinion. I know that's probably a big statement to make, and I'm I'm sorry, Giants fans, I can't believe I'm saying it myself. I'm speaking this positively about the Cowboys. Yeah, give me the Cowboys in this one as well. Like you said previously, I think they they beat themselves last week against the Eagles. They were certainly the better team for most of that game. The referees uh, at times were appalling as well towards the Cowboys on on that last drive, and on numerous drives we were beaten by ourselves um, this week it's not going to be the same story I'm going to take the Cowboys to win in a more than 40 point difference in this game genuinely I can't see the. I don't think the New York are going to score a touchdown they might even struggle to score a field goal but I'm going to say it's going to be at least something like 46-6 to six or something like that so yeah give me the Cowboys in an absolute blowout CD Lamb's going to go absolutely huge again and I think this week we're going to actually see Tony Pollard get going finally um, but yeah the Cowboys to win Next up then, we see the Seahawks coming off a massively disappointing loss last week um, to, to the to the uh, Ravens. It was a bit of a reality check for them. They're taking on the Commanders, who are pretty much just tanking the season away uh, at this point. Although they did get a lucky win over the Patriots last week, but I mean, that's nothing to write home about. Um, I am expecting the Seahawks to get back to winning ways in this one. And I think this this, this last week sort of summarised for me how good the Seahawks actually are. They can beat the bad teams, but when it comes to the good teams, they're going to get beat every day of the week. I think this is going to be a close game just because the Seahawks can't seem to beat anyone comfortably this season. They, they seem to let teams stay in the game until the fourth quarter. Uh, but they are going to bounce back. They're going to get back to winning ways. I expect Kenneth Walker to have a bigger game this week uh, and Geno Smith to have a bit of a better game as well. And obviously that defence is going to allow very little points against his very poor commander's offence. And especially the offensive line, I expect the Seahawks to be at, uh, at the quarterback all game long. Yeah, I mean, every team has been at, been at Sam Howell this season. He is the most sat quarterback. Um, and we've said it before, that offensive line is completely unexistent. Um, but they did get a shock, or a big surprise win last week against the Patriots, in my opinion. They traded away Montez Sweat and Chase Young just before the trade deadline. And we thought they actually are just going to tank the season away. Um, and then they go and beat the Patriots. So, bit of a bit of a weird result. And, I, I mean, I don't think we saw that one come in. Um, and likewise, the Seahawks, they got completely blown out against the Ravens. I think we've said it more or less all of the season that the record suggests that they're better than they actually are. But I still think this is going to be probably a get-right game for the Seahawks. And they should get past this commander's team. Um, I'm not going to say easily, but I do think they'll beat them. Um, probably small margins, but yeah, they'll just beat them this week. So moving on, we see the Raiders taking on the Jets. And, you know, the, we, we're aware that they sacked all the uh, coaching staff a couple of weeks ago, and that's certainly worked out for the best. Garoppolo got dropped down to, to, to the backup, and Aidan O'Connor got given that number one role in Las Vegas, and it certainly worked out for them last week against the Giants. They pretty much got blown out. Um, they beat them comfortably. 
Josh Jacobs looks like he's getting back to his best. He went for a couple of touchdowns. Um, the, the, the only concerning thing for me this week would be, will that defence be able to stand up strong against this Jets team? And I think it will. Um, I mean, Zach Wilson, he's not really impressed me that much this season. He continues to disappoint. He sort of has spells where you think he's going to recover his season. And then, you know, he goes and puts six points up against the Chargers. It's just not good enough. Um, we've seen this season that the Jets often keep keep the keep their team in um, in the games uh, and keep things close. But we need more from Zach Wilson, and we need more from that Jets offense. Um, so I'm not I'm not I'm not reading into the Jets too much. Um, but I'm going to take the Raiders. I think they've got more to offer on offense. And I don't, although I don't think the defense is good enough, I just think that they're going to outscore the Jets again this week and um, and get the win. Yeah, well, I think finally we're going to disagree on something. I'm not even sure we disagreed at all if this these predictions video, but I'm going to disagree with you here finally. I'm going to take the Jets, and I'm going to take the Jets because of that defense they've got. I mean, they're limiting most teams to sort of like less than 20 points, uh, and in some cases it's a lot less than that, and I think this is like a sort of a humbling game for Raiders and Raiders fans uh, and Aiden O'Connell as well. I just think he'll be so confused by this Jets defense, who is one of the, one of the best in the league, in my opinion, uh, and I just cannot see the Raiders scoring more than sort of 14 points. The only thing that's up in the air is whether this Jets offense can score more than 14 points. Because I genuinely think Zach Wilson is probably the worst quarterback in the league. I don't even think that's an overreaction. I think he's not looked good at any point in his career. And he's just being saved at the minute by the Jets defense. Uh, but the one, the reason I think the Jets are going to come out on top in this game is the Raiders have actually got the second worst run defense in the league. And I think the best the best offensive weapon at the moment for the Jets is Brees Hall. I know Garrett Wilson's a great player, but with that quarterback play... He's sort of underutilised. So I think Brees Hall's going to have a huge game this week. Over 100 yards and a touchdown. And I think the Jets come out on top uh, in Vegas with a small margin of victory. Next up then, the final game of the week. Monday Night Football. The Buffalo Bills taking on the Denver Broncos. And a couple of weeks ago, I would have taken the Bills without even thinking about it. But now it's almost a thought in my head because the Bills just cannot seem to get good. Like, you look at the team, there's a lot of expectations of this team. Um, but I mean, I know they played the Bengals were a good team last week, but I'm just saying like they've lost way too many games than I thought they would have at this point of the season. And I genuinely think that there could be an upset here for the Broncos. Uh, obviously, the Broncos, are, they won the other week against the uh, Packers. I don't know, the Bills are better than the Packers, but and, and, and against the Chiefs as well. So the, the, the Broncos certainly can't upset a team here, but I'm actually going to take the Bills to get back to winning ways. Josh Allen to have a big game as well. Um but I think it is going to be a lot closer than people are anticipating in this one. I think it's going to be low scoring yet again, um, but give me the Bills to take over the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos certainly did shock us with that win against the Chiefs, but I'm not. it's one of those games I'm not really going to read into that much. It was more the Chiefs having an off day, I think. Um, they had a, a fair few turnovers and a fair few mistakes as well, so any NFL team really would capitalise on, on those sort of mistakes and, and get the win, so... Yeah, I'm not going to read into that one too much, but I, I, you know what? I completely agree with you, and I and I stand with you with what you've said about the Bills. They've they've not really been that um, exciting, pr- probably more disappointing, um, and I imagine Bills fans would agree with that. But it's just one of those games, probably going to be probably going to be tight. It's could it be low scoring, or you know, could could both teams put up big numbers? It's just one of those games, one of those one of those games that's just really uncallable. But I'm going to trust Josh Allen. I trust him more than Russell Wilson I have done all season um, and I'm going to continue sticking with the Bills um, so I'll take them this week to beat the Broncos. Thank you for watching this episode of the NFL Abroad podcast. All previews will be posted on Thursdays.
drop a like, comment and subscribe. Any feedback will be appreciated. Thank you.